If you're a writer, then this episode is for you. Recently, I saw this Twitter post that highlighted the lessons learned from top storytellers, whether Tolkien, Neil Gaiman, um, R.R. Martin, and so forth, right? And I thought it was just so worthwhile that I wanted to share it here and add my commentary. Now, I've linked to the original post in the description so that way you can check it out. And the uh, Twitter user in question is at Nathan, so that's M-A-T-H-A-N-B-A-U-G-H, and the number 27. So one of the first lessons he learned was from Neil Gaiman, who best sums up storytelling with these three words. What happens next? Have the reader or audience, if it's a movie or TV show, always be asking that question because when when they can internally be leaning in and, and, and wondering what happens next, that means they're paying attention. That's what you want, right? So keep that always top of mind. You know, uh, this one is interesting. Start with the end in mind, you know, and it, it's kind of interesting because, you know, sometimes, you know, that's worthwhile. Other times for me, sometimes I start knowing what is the beginning and I don't quite know how it's going to get to the end. Perhaps I might know the feeling of what I'm trying to accomplish, but generally for me, the ending is always the hardest part versus the, the beginning, the catalyst. So, you know, I think it always helps, uh, you know, if you can have where you're going and then you can kind of build there. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Uh, lead with action. This is a good one because most people amble on the backstory for the first, you know, 10 minutes. Now, that's obviously referring to more like movies and TV shows. Uh, if, you know, I've, I've certainly read books that spend, you know, 30, 40 pages on just the backstory before they get to where they're headed. Don't. Just just start right in the action of it all and almost let the reader or the audience play catch up, right? Because again, going off that first sort of rule of what happens next, you know, once you're in the action of it, they'll want to know more about that world and so forth. And the, the through just the natural progression of it, hopefully, right, if done well, they'll pick up all the details that they would need, right? One of my favorite sort of storytelling techniques comes from the writers of South Park, where they use a but therefore storytelling technique. So when they outline, they if any any time that they find that they're using the word and then this happens and then this happens, they know they're on the wrong track. So instead they use, but therefore. So something will happen, but something complicates it. Therefore, the main characters have to do this, but then this happens. Therefore, they're forced to do this, right? So it's a cause and effect type of building and layering of one thing into the next, right? Um, slow down. This is particular for the story's climax, you know, make your audience lean in as opposed to just kind of letting it happen, right? Uh, stop and pause for three seconds, you know, if, if there's dialogue or if you're writing, make the paragraphs longer and sensory as this says, right? And I think that's, you know, uh, it like, that's true, right? Because plenty of movies that I absolutely love or books, 
you know, they, they really stretch out that tension and, and, and build it up and, you know, talk about like wanting to know what happens. It's like, come on, you're, you're right there. And if you can do it in such a brilliant way where stuff is still happening, but you're stretching out that moment, that's absolute storytelling brilliance. And then lastly, you know, I think this is an important one. Develop your own process. You know, uh, Stephen King doesn't use outlines. Many people do. Gaiman writes every day. George R.R. R. Martin doesn't. Some people write best at night. Some people write best in the morning. Regardless of what it is, you know, and this is, I, I've, I've shared this sentiment before, just be consistent with it, right? Have some routineness about it. So that way you can develop that momentum. So regardless of, you know, whether or not it's somebody else's process, that's okay. As long as you have a process and you stick to that process, then you can be successful. So yeah, I thought that was a great little thread to share. Hopefully it is a benefit to you. Let me know which ones stood out to you most and also ones that you think could be added to this list. Thank you so much. I truly do appreciate you. I'll see you next time.